0: Welcome to our CMS Employment Webinar named The Future is Now, The New World of Work in Poland. My name is Maciej Andrzejewski and I am a Senior Associate at CMS Warsaw. I will be your host today together with my colleague Aleksandra Gajzlerska.
1: Hello, my name is Aleksandra Gajzlerska and I am a lawyer at CMS Warsaw.
0: Today we would like to talk about employment topics that employers should have in mind during the COVID-19 pandemic. We will guide you through recent regulations on, on, on home working and planned changes to the Labour Code.
1: We will also talk about health and safety at work and additional obligations resulting from the COVID-19 legislation. Uh, finally, we will discuss how to prepare electronic employment documentation and how to effectively provide employees with termination letters during the pandemic.
0: First, uh, the effects of COVID-19 on Polish employment law. We'd like to focus on remote working and guide you through legal developments and market market practice in this field. The legal regulations concerning remote working during the COVID-19 pandemic were originally introduced in Poland in March 2020. These rules are rather general. Um, They enable companies to unilaterally instruct employees to perform tasks outside of the permanent place of work uh, and what is important, an employee whom the employer instructs to work remotely cannot refuse such requests. An employer can I- instruct employees to work remotely not only in writing, but also by email or by phone, which gives companies more flexibility. Uh, however, we usually advise um, to use a written form just for evidence and purposes. The regulations also um, introduce the rule that a company may instruct an employee to work remotely if that employee has the skills, uh, technical capabilities, and accommodation necessary to perform such work, uh, the working resources and materials to perform work, as well as the logistical support, for example, IT service, uh, are to be provided by the employer. And um, finally, the employer can request employees to keep records of activities performed by the employee during the home working. Uh, Such records may include, in particular, a description of the activities performed as well as the date and time of performance of those activities. If the employer wants employees to prepare such records, it should um, determine the form and frequency of of its preparation. Uh, Since the rules on remote working are rather general, many companies have decided to introduce more detailed uh, internal regulations. Uh, in their internal violence, employers often set out schedules of home working, or introduce organizational rules such as ways of um, confirming presence at work uh, on a given day or availability rules during working hours. In addition, um, many companies introduce rules on handling confidential information when working from home, tracking working time or reimbursement of costs incurred by employees to adjust their uh, Their home to working place requirements.
1: Okay, Mati. And how do companies introduce these rules? Is this process very formalized?
0: Well, it depends on the company, and there is no one main practice of introducing such internal regulations. Uh, some companies decide to announce them by sending employees an email with general instructions, while other companies adopt formal policies on remote working. In our view, the the latter option, that is the the policies, is more recommended as as it allows companies to set out clear rules uh, related to working from home and and then execute these rules. Companies must remember that remote working is not a permanent option. The regulations were originally introduced until 4th September 2020. However, as the epidemic uh, continued, the authorities amended the regulations in this respect and At present, a company may instruct employees to perform uh, work remotely during the state of epidemic threat announced by, uh, by the state or a state of uh, a, a epidemic announced um, because of COVID-19, as well as in the period of three months after these had been called off. In practice, this means that this option is um, time-limited, but in fact, it is available without any specific end date for now. And this leads us to another topic, that is the planned changes to the Labour Code. Polish authorities have been announcing complex changes in the field of remote working since a few months, uh, but until now no, no draft legislation has been presented. The general idea, what we know from press, is to introduce remote working into the Labour Code and replace a tele- telework system. Many companies expect that the new rules will cover a few topics that cause organizational problems uh, in managing remote working, and in particular um, the employers would like to see new health and safety rules designed for uh, remote working. We'll get to this topic in the second part of our webinar. Apart from health and safety, companies expect regulations on settling employees costs related to working from home. Um, A lack of statutory norms uh, addressing this issue causes um, uncertainty as to what decision to take in this regard and how to respond to employees' questions about reimbursement of costs, for example, um, internet or buying uh, equipment to to work from home. It would certainly help to have uh, this matter regulated at the statutory level and, for instance, the authorities could identify what costs and to what limits should be reimbursed to employees or uh, or determine a lump sum to cover all costs related to remote working. Finally, companies would like to see more flexible bulls on terminating employment contracts uh, with employees working from home. Uh, and we'll get to this uh, termination process in the third part of our webinar. I will only flag that this is a major concern for employers in Poland, as, as Polish uh, law requires a termination letter to be served in writing.
1: Okay, so we know what basic rules of remote w- working during COVID-19 pandemic are. We know that employers can monitor employees' activity by requesting them to keep record of performed activities and that companies must ensure that employees use appropriate equipment while working at home. And this is very important because the employer is responsible for ensuring health and safety working conditions for all its employees. The new regulations did not modify these general general rules. However, uh, now employers should attach particular importance to ensuring that health and safety rules are observed by all employees and their supervisors. The main legal act uh, that regulates health and safety in the workplace is the Polish Labour Code. A Labour Code indicates in particular that employers mar- must organise work in a manner that ensures healthy and safe working conditions, that they must ensure compliance with the provisions and principles of occupational health and safety, safety in the workplace, and they must give employees binding instructions to eliminate any violations in this area. Uh, The law also requires employers to respond to needs relating to health and safety at work and adapt measures introduced to improve the current level of health and safety in the workplace. They also have to inform the staff about work-related risk. Um, Labor code describes employer's obligation in health and safety area in a rather general way. More detailed information is provided for in many different regulations. The most important one is the regulation on general safety and hygiene at work. This regulation specifies, for example, uh, general requirements for workstations, It also describes the process of assessment of occupational risk and employers' obligation to provide employees with detailed and up-to-date safety and hygiene instructions. However, uh, employers also have to remember about some other health and safety requirements that the new COVID-19 provisions impose on them. Uh, The Regulation on Establishing Certain Restrictions, Orders and Prohibitions in Connection with the Occurrence of an Epidemic describes uh, many additional safety measures for different entities, from both public and private sector. the employees perform their duties not at home but at the company's premises, the employee must provide them with disposable gloves or disinfectants. If in the same room there is more than one person, so for example in open office spaces, then employees must cover their mouth and nose areas unless they employ their sites otherwise. And the company must also ensure that there is at least 1.5 meters distance between individual workstations, unless uh, keeping such distance is not possible due to the nature of the work performed. But uh, employers have to remember that in such a case, uh, they must provide their staff with personal protective equipment. Although the new legislation allows employers to send their staff to work remotely, it does not specify health and safety requirements during such work. So theoretically, employers should ensure that employees follow health and safety rules. But how employers can mitigate risk associated with remote working if they do not have direct control over employees? First of all, employers should provide employees with appropriate tools and materials for their remote work and ensure logistical support for them. Uh, To mitigate risk associated with remote working, many companies decide to introduce special internal policies. And in these policies, employers often describe rules that all employees should follow while working remotely. For example, how to arrange homework space in line with ergonomic principles, uh, how to schedule a regular five-minute breaks? Uh, they should be they should have been given ever after every hour of work in front of a computer. And such policies should also describe minimum rest periods during working week or confidentiality and data protection requirements. As we mentioned at the beginning of our presentations, employers can also require employees uh, who work remotely. To keep records of performed activities. Uh, if the employer wants employees to prepare such records, then it should determine in the homeworking policy the form and the frequency of preparation of such records.
0: Alexandra, can companies inspect the employees' home to verify whether the place of work meets all the health and safety requirements?
1: Yes, however, uh, this rarely happens in practice. More often, companies decide to verify place of work online. In particular, companies ask the employees to provide photos of their workstation, and based on that, they verify whether health and safety conditions are met. The next topic uh, we want to talk about is digitalization of employment-related documentation. And although the option to prepare such documentation in electronic form has been available for Polish employers for many years, it has become popular now during the pandemic. We would like to describe to you three main aspects of digitalization in employment sector: electronic employee files, e-signing of employment related documentation, and online employment termination process. As of 1st January 2019, uh, employers can decide whether they want to keep employees' personal files in a paper or in an electronic form. Uh, the act on the shortening of the minimum personal file storage period and their digitalization. It has reduced the retention period of the employment documentation and employee personnel files from 50 to 10 years. It also allowed uh, employers to keep and store the employment documentation and employee personnel files in electronic form. Personal documentation kept and stored in electronic form is equal to the hard copy version. Employers can also decide to keep all the documentation file in hard copy or store it electronically. Uh, some employers keep double files: one in hard copy, for example, for employees with longer employment record, and the other one in electronic form, for example, for newly hires. The employer must inform employees in what form—paper or electronic—their personal files are stored.
0: Alexandra, is, it, is a simple scan sufficient to meet the electronic form requirements?
1: Uh, no, keeping uh, files in electronic form does not mean a simple scanning of documents. Uh, if employees want to store employee records in electronic form, they have to prepare such documents via electronic system, or if documents are in hard copy, They have to scan them, transfer to their informatics system, and then certify them with a qualified electronic signature or a qualified electronic seal. Companies also have to install electronic systems and software that guarantee adequate level of protection for employees' personal data. So, uh, now we know that we can store employee files in electronic form. Uh, however, uh, the Polish Labour Code uh, sometimes requires that certain employment-related documents, for example employment contract or termination notices, are prepared in a written form. But what does it mean in practice? Uh, the most popular form of document execution is preparing them in a hard copy and then signing with handwritten signature and that's what the written form legally means uh, however uh, many parties especially now during pandemic uh, want to avoid personal meeting and preparing paper documentation So they decide to sign contracts with electronic signature. But uh, the regular electronic signature, for example docusign, does not constitute a written form within the meaning of the Polish law. So in practice, it could mean that if parties sign the employment contract with regular electronic signature, then such a contract is valid, but the employer can face some negative consequences. For example, uh, in case of an audit of the labor inspection, uh, the, um, the labor inspector may claim that the employee does not confirm the employment contract in writing before permitting an employee to perform work. And in such a case, a labor inspector may send the case to the court and request to impose a fine on the employer. And in the face of the epidemic, paper reform has become, to some extent, unavailable almost overnight. And yet uh, employment contracts and other documents still need to be signed. So if employers want to prepared documents in electronic form, but the law requires written form, then they should choose a qualified electronic signature. A qualified electronic signature uh, is a solution that enables individuals to sign documents remotely. And legally, signing a document with a qualified electronic signature has the equivalent legal effect of signing a paper document by hand. A qualified electronic signature is a special form of advanced signature that meets specific technical and organizational requirements. Uh, In practice, it means that a person must use a qualified certificate issued by a qualified certification authority. and. it she, she or he also has to use a private key stored on a cryptographic card and only certified providers providers meeting certain criteria and holding appropriate certification can issue qualified electronic signatures and the national certification center of the national bank of poland maintains the list of such providers In addition, to be able to sign documents with qualified electronic signatures, employers and employees must have special software and a special two-factor authentication security device, such as hardware token, special card or mobile app.
0: Okay, um, we know by now that moving to the online world causes some difficulties and um, this also concerns HR processes. Uh, in Poland, HR departments usually struggle with terminations of employment contracts, as, as mentioned at the beginning of our webinar. Uh, before the pandemic started, companies that wanted to separate with an employee uh, in most cases met, met the employee in a person and served him a termination letter with what signatures on the document. Uh, this is because Polish law requires that termination letters must have a written form. Uh, Alexandra talked about it just before, I will only add one thing. If a company uses one of the alternative forms like a scan or a DocuSign platform, the termination letter would be effective, which means that the employment relationship would end, but the termination would be unlawful. So um, this would give an employee an easy way to challenge the termination in court these rules haven't been changed during the covid-19 pandemic so uh, that's why the employers expect authorities to amend that uh, in future with these difficulties companies have worked out um, other ways of handling termination meetings option that is the uh, most popular and seems to trigger a lot rather le- uh, low legal risks is the online termination meeting and um, usually it works like this at a company sets a Skype or Teams meeting with an employee and this should be a business as usual meeting, uh, I mean no pre-warning about the real subject of the meeting. During the meeting a company's representative uh, informs an employee about his termination and at the same time uh, this person sends the employee an email with a termination letter. The termination letter must be of course signed with, uh, with a qualified electronic signature. Once the employee receives the email and has the chance to open it and read the document, uh, it is deemed that the termination is done. After that, a company may start discussing uh, the settlement agreement with the employee if this is the business decision to do so. Uh, We usually advise the companies to start online termination meetings with presenting a unilateral termination letter first. And once the termination is done, uh, then discuss the settlement. This is because an employee can uh, very easily quit the meeting uh, by ending uh, their online conversation. Uh, And if he he does so, uh, the company could not be sure whether the employee duly received an email with the termination letter and therefore whether the termination letter is affected. What are the alternatives? Um, If a company is not able to sign documents in an electronic form, uh, it can choose to prepare termination letter in a standard way, that is uh, with a handwritten signature. Uh, and if it cannot organise a face-to-face meeting with uh, the with employee, it can send the documents uh, by post as a registered mail. And if the employee picks up the letter, um, then the termination is done. Uh, however, During the COVID-19 pandemic, um, the regulations changed uh, rules on delivery of documents during during the pandemic time. So in practice, effective termination may be be very difficult. Normally, we would have a so-called assumption of delivery uh, after the employee is notified two times about the letter and still does not pick it up. Uh, However, this concept does not apply during the pandemic. Uh, And this means that if the employee does not pick up the letter from the post office, um, the contract is still considered as binding and the employee remains employed at his position. Sending a termination letter by a courier also has some downsides um, uh, because there is no assumption on delivery in that case. So so if the employee does not pick up the document, uh, his contract would be still um, binding. Okay, uh, let's move to the uh, Q and a session. I can see that there are a few questions in the Q and a box already. Here is the first one do Do we have to regulate introduction of remote working in the workplace regulations? Uh, if not, do we have to inform trade unions about the introduction of uh, of home office? Uh, Alexandra, can you answer this question?
1: The answer is no. Employers do not need to regulate introduction of remote remote working model in the workplace regulations, and they do not have to consult or inform on this with trade unions. Uh, ordering remote working during COVID-19 depends uh, on the employer's unilateral decision. However, if companies prefer to put these regulations in the workplace bylaws, then they can do that.
0: Okay, thank you, Alexandra. Um, I can see another question. What is the current position on covering the employees' expenses associated with remote working? The law does not require the employer to cover such costs. According to the COVID-19 law, um, the employer must provide employees with uh, appropriate equipment, uh, materials and logistics support needed for the remote work, but the law does not require employees to cover um, all costs of such remote working. Uh, however, if the employee could prove that he had to um, bear some costs related to um, to working from home and uh, without this cost, his work at home would not be possible, um, I think that uh, he could claim reimbursement of such costs um, uh, at, the, at, the, at the company, but still clear um, regulations in this uh, respect uh, are uh, very required. If termination is signed with a qualified signature, is it ele- uh, effective and lawful? Yes, provided that it is um, uh, properly served to the employee. I mean, the employee has the chance to, to see the document and to read it. Um, that's why that's why we always recommend not only to um, to have the online conversation with the employee during Skype or, or Teams uh, platform, but also send the document with the qualified electronic signature by email. Uh, and if the if the employee has the chance to to, to read the document. Uh, then the termination would be effective and it would also be lawful because the electronic form uh, is uh, the, the qualified electronic signature is equal to a uh, handwritten. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, thank you for your time and goodbye.
1: Thank you. Goodbye.